It's time to hang the stockings. It's time to trim the tree. It's time for the holiday special from the good, the bad, and the geeky. It's time to lampoon Santa. It's time for reindeer farm. We'll make baby Jesus cry if we play our parts. Why did you all come out here? I guess we'll never know. It's pretty much like torture. God. You have to do the show. Is it really that bad? Every year. Every year. Not even gonna be Jesus this year. Yeah, no one's yeah, sorry. And now let's get things started. Why don't you get things started? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, holidational, celebrational, geekational. This is what we call our Christmas show. Okay. Great job, everyone, but Nathan. I too. Yes, you did. So, uh, thank you all for coming out to the show tonight. I'm your host of the most, Nick Nitro. And uh, I just want to uh, thank you all for coming out to the 2015's Extreme Christmas Extravaganza, hosted live right here from Pack Rat Comics. So, thank you all very much. Someone's missing a key. It's a big deal. Yeah, (laughs) it's a pretty big deal. No, I was asking you, idiot. Anyway, for those listening at home, Packard Comics is in Hilliard, Ohio, a suburb of Columbus, and they are your one-stop shop for comic books, graphic novels, t-shirts, toys, collectibles, and more. Uh, hurry up! Continuing on, let me pull out my colleagues of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast, introducing the guy who is the creator, writer, and executive producer of the It's All Been Done Radio Hour, the author of An Actor's Nightmare. Give a big round of applause for Mr. James Jerome Wetzel Daly. website at jeromewetzel.com or visit the It's All Been Done Radio Hour's website at It's All Been Done Radio Hour.com. More like www.imsobored.com or hashtag lame, hashtag Jimmy is a fairy. <laughs> Nathan, will you shut up? Hashtag no, hashtag get to me. All right, good God, here's DJ Me. Really? No. How about yes? Like that introduction was bad. Bad, 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 bad. Like Jimmy's show. I think you should redo mine. I'm not going to reintroduce you again. You know what your problem is, Nathan? Oh, what? Your ego is the size of this room, and you cannot stop craving attention. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's just point out each other's flaws, why don't you? That's glasses, by the way. Thanks, Morgan. Oh, my I know, they're wonderful. Great, love everything I think about it. Okay, all right, look. It's going to make me an sweater. All right, stop. For the sake of moving our show along, you don't bother. It's like kicking a puppy dog when he's down. Really? Yes, really, Jesus. Maybe, but you cut that sketch this year, so... Okay, I'm sorry for cutting the Jesus sketch. Just go, hurry up. Fine. Hey! What? Are you ready? No! What do you mean, no? For God's sake, can we get to the rest of the cast? I have demands. I'm not doing... Look at his damn demands. I'm sorry, fine, look at his demands. Really? Oh, son of a bitch. Jimmy, not be in the show much. No ACOM. Thanks, Tom. Wonderful. Chairs are short backs. You? I no longer want to rehearse this stupid show. I want cake with no frosting. I want to burn down Todd's Pizza so I never work there again. <laughs> <laughs> really? Did you like that? Okay. Yeah. No. 
What? Oh, sorry. What? Got a couple more. Freaking more? What? Really? Yes. Hey, you're too fat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, buddy. Wait, 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 Yeah, sorry about that, Shane. Uh, by the way, that was Shane Stefanczyk, everybody. Thank you. I have no idea who you are. Nathan, our musical guest this year is Mr. John Bedden? Bed Batine. I've only seen it written. Yeah, the original John, the real one, who was one of the old members of the the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast. Thanks, Jimmy. I'm glad someone remembers me. Sort of. Uh, Last I remember, (laughs) you were in like a podcast coma or something. Well, Jimmy, the reports of my coma-like state have been greatly exaggerated. Sure thing, Samuel Clemens. Anybody else you gonna introduce, Nathan? Yeah, that's pretty much it. FYI, guys, um, I'm getting bored. The audience is really bored, so it's getting a little long in the tooth. Let's get it going. Thank you very much, Samantha Stark from a Not Another Podcast podcast. The what now? The Not Another Podcast podcast, which is found at www.notanotherpodcast.com. A great podcast at that. So check it out. Oh, and thank you, Sam. Uh, thank you. And we'll try to wrap it up. Sorry. Who is she? I feel like I'm the last to know. 
This is what happens when you procreate. You're out of the loop. And out of sleep. <laughs> Thanks for being the uh, sacrificial lamb there. All right. Well, anyway, for those of you who this is your first time you've heard of our Christmas show live or otherwise during winter solstice before starting the new year, we here at the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast do one last big hurrah. Hurrah! hurrah! This one last big hurrah. Hurrah! It's kind of a Christmas variety show of the golden age of television and radio. The kind of the kind of variety show that featured all the great performers from the olden days. Like Jack Benny. Bob Hope. Or Bing Crosby. No one knows who they are. Or Shane Stefanchik. No one knows who that is either. And that is because they are dead. Hey, I'm not dead. Yep. All dead. This podcast features holiday music, comedic sketches, some written by us, others remixed by us, where if you're not laughing with us... Oh no, they'll be laughing at us, but uh, mostly at everyone else. Actually, we'll be laughing probably mainly at you three. Or really just you two. Actually, well, no, you're okay. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. Sorry, bud. Jimmy's show is better than yours. Oh, yeah. I hate you. <laughs> that being said, the energy out there in our audience is a big part of us recording, which is totally what you stole from Jimmy's show. Of course. Of so course. if you feel like laughing and applauding at any time, please go right ahead. Yes, but uh, no heckling or distractions like cell phones or anything. I mean it. Unless I'm on stage, then, yeah, I I accept flash photography very well, very photogenic. Uh, Matter of fact, do it when I'm not on stage and when John is on as well. Really, Nathan? Actually, Nathan, that's not right. No heckling. Silence your cell phones, please, with or without Nathan on stage. And if you dig tonight's show, please check out our past Christmas shows and our archives found on iTunes, keyword good, bad, geeky, or visit our website, gbgpodcast.com, for more information. All right, all right already. Look, welcome out, everyone, to the 2015 Good, the Bad, and the Geeky's Extreme Christmas Extravaganza, live from Pack Rat Comics. Okay, everyone, it's that time, listeners, for the dictator of knowledge, knower of know-it-all. Hey, 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 look, you, you know, you could cheer up just a bit. Not you've, been a part of this, you've been a part of this for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Fine, I hate this show. <laughs> One more time, and with <laughs> Coming at you all the way from Frostbite Falls, let's get started on the right foot by introducing... Unless you can't walk, then maybe get started with putting a bit more air in your car's right wheel. Yeah, 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 I get it. God. Isn't this your job? Introducing this? Yeah. Why am I here when we have you? Uh, that's a great question. You know, uh, now that I think of it, I would rather feel slighted by this whole thing. Well, blame me. I didn't write it. You know what? I mean, I can give you the name and address of the person who did. Well, you know, I mean, as someone who actually has a dick, I don't think that would you know, be appropriate. Um, I'm not upset anyway. You know, I'm just saying. Well, what the hell was the point of the complaining in the first place? I know. I know. Uh, you know, but if I can't complain to you, who can I complain to? You're the master of complaining. Okay, I'm done. Okay then. Uh, so behold, audience members, we proudly introduce to you one individual who possesses or uh, <laughs> precedes 
the squirrel, the defender of dope doctrines, Bullwinkle J. Moose. How about you, everybody? <laughs> well, thank you very much. I'm doing well, Mr. Moose. Now get to the point. Right. Uh, well, folks, we are very pleased to introduce an old classic. Instead of Mr. Know-It-All, we proudly present to you with... Da, da, da. Bullwinkle's Poetry Corner. Salutations, poetry lovers. Greetings, Mr. Moose. We're so happy you accepted our invitation to do Bullwinkle's Poetry Corner on the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast. Pod what? Pod people? <laughs> no, Bullwinkle. A podcast. Uh, never mind. They really wanted you to come out on to bring a, uh, an air of sophistication to the program. They wanted you to class up the joint. Well, if you want classy, then you've come to the right place. Because, boy, when I eat salsa, it goes right through me, if you know what I mean. No, no, no. Not gassy. Classy. Well, can't I do both at the same time? If it doesn't stink, it doesn't count. That's very true, I guess. Uh, okay, uh, you know, just get on with today's poem, Mr. Moose. Very well. <clears throat> Did you know that one of my favorite things to do at Christmas is to eat Christmas desserts? And so here is a poem talking about one of my favorite desserts. So this isn't really about Christmas, then? Oh, heavens no, but get ready to watch your old pal Boink will bring the class. Oh, thank goodness it isn't the gas. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Find my sugar, find my soul, find my heaven in a mixing bowl. Take it up, mama, dice me up whole, roll me up, jam me like a jelly roll. Best real eggs I have ever seen. Not too soft, just in between. Best real bacon ever been. Cadian bacon, that's what I mean. Buttermilk better, fluffy and light. Flip me on over, mama, done just right. Bury my blues in your morning light. Butter up my soul up, sweeten my sight. Ruck your tootsie roll, my queen. Shake my biscuit pan out clean. Shake your jelly bean, my dream. Fill me up a mess of that peaches and cream. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Bullwinkle, sir? Yes, I got a bit more to do. Uh, yeah, about that. Uh, maybe you could do another poem? Another one, but I wasn't done with this one yet. Um... Ah! Oh, okay. Big. A big book of poems. In here? That one, yep. Mm -hmm. oh. In there. Okay. Yep, uh, and remember, uh, we want something classy. Not something, you know, that you could get arrested for in a few different states. I mean, it's a pretty big good book, but good, good thing you didn't throw it at me. I'm going to need some more time to look through it, though, before I find something. Well, I can fix that. Miss Stark, if you would... Ladies and gentlemen, we proudly introduce our musical guest, John Bettine, with Rockin' Round the Christmas Tree. around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rocking around the Christmas tree let the Christmas spirit reign. Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. You will get a sentimental feeling when you hear 
everybody. He did a great job. It's good to have him back. Yeah, where was he all this time? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. We really don't know. Did you just... Like an apparition or anything. Like a lot of us. Yeah. Like you can't... Yeah. You mean Nessie? Never. What? Nessie? He's been thinking Loch Ness. But Nessie's not real. And I think John's probably real. Probably. Can you prove to us here? No. So was he here? I don't know, mine alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Okay, oh, all right. Okay. All right, so uh, we'll... All right, here's our Tell us what to do. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, so that's enough of that. You three, which is us. Oh, Jesus. Let's get on with this. <laughs> 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 Throw <it> back to <laughs> Yes, again? Hi. I want to, you know, thank you for meeting me. Of course, Denise. You know, I'm always here for you. Always. Whatever it is you need, I'm here for you forever and ever. Um, that's nice. So, thank you, I think. So, what is it you need, girl? Well, I don't need anything, but I wanted to talk to you about something. Oh, you being coy. I get it. I do. You know what, though? Uh, no, no, this isn't... You know, for $19.99, I can help get you a three-pack of you by Kotex Click... Wait, wait, what? Each unscented, smooth-tipped plastic applicators... Oh, no, 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 this isn't... Pocket-sized to click into place, expanding for easy insertion, expanding 360 degrees to deliver you the best and maximum protection for your vagina. Oh, that... That is not my problem. But it fits inside clutches and bags. Oh, that doesn't matter. It comes in bold colors. Oh, I am not on my... I am not on my period, all right? Please don't make a scene. A scene? I can get you a great deal on acting classes. No, that is not what I meant. Oh. All right, then, uh, why did you want to meet me again? Because I... I don't think I can do this anymore. Do... um... What? Oh, it's like you can't even hear me. Oh. I see you. I'm listening to everything you say. And speaking of listening to you, you know, I can help take 40% off Beats Solo HD drenched headphones with a mic for only $119.99. Oh my god. 
That is what you'll say when you own both soft leather ear cups with the adjustable and incredibly flexible, durable headbands. No, I just can't do this anymore. I can't do it. Denise, oh, you're not saying what I think I am. It's over, Groupon. No. (laughs) Yes, I'm sorry, but I am unsubscribing from you. I don't understand. I mean, did I do something wrong? Maybe I can make it up to you. Like... What about a nice bed and breakfast for $79? That's a 51% discount. And we only have four days left. It'll be great. They have wine, a cheese plate. You love cheese. Oh, that's enough. Oh my gosh, I'm ending this. Fine, fine. I'll stop. Oh gosh, are you kidding me? You say you'll stop, but you won't really stop. I, I need my space. I need lots of space. Right, lots of states. But you won't give me that. Every day I get an email and then another and then another and then another and more and more and more telling about these amazing deals and destinations and locales that I will never be taking you up on. So, you want space? Yes! Speaking of space, I have... Oh my gosh! Stop! Leave me alone. But Denise... I thought you wanted someone who was there for you throughout the tough times and the rough times. I'm not like Old Navy. Oh, you'll never be like Old Navy. (laughs) Harsh. But I get it. Just remember, it was me who was there for you no matter what. You asked me to be there, and I was there. Where was your precious old nautical seaman then when your tight-ass acid wash? Sure, they offer a better deal, but... But when I give you 80% off those awesome Amber Crummie and Fitch jeans, uh, and you still have them to this day, how long did those old navy jeans last you anyway? Week or two. And not in the thrifty nice way that I provide. Look, <laughs> it isn't you, it's me. I'm sorry, but I have to leave you. You just can't leave me. Oh, gosh, look, I'm not trying to come off as selfless and cold, but but I've had time to think about this. Speaking of which, that's a track off the Ben Folds 5 album, Whatever and Ever, Amen. Oh, don't even. God, even breaking up with you, you're trying to sell me crap. No, I'm not. <laughs> but... No! I'm done! I'm out! Oh, I loved that album, but my tastes have changed. I'm sorry, Groupon, but I'm not the same person I was when I signed up with this. When I signed up with you. Oh. You way, like... I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't. What do you mean? Oh, well, you forgot. About this. You can't! Oh, but I can. But I can. (laughs) Oh, they always forget about... The terms and conditions. Seems here that you're stuck with me, Denise, forever. <laughs> no! Oh, God, there must be a way to stop you, to stop this! <laughs>
sending me emails to an inbox that will never receive them. Your mean old me head. Nice, real nice. Uh, uh, it's Yippet, isn't it? Oh, that little bastard Yippet. Oh. What? No! Woot.com? What? It is them! No, what? Not Woot. Oh. Look. It isn't Living Social, it isn't Yip, Woot, Bloomspot, or any of those. It's nobody else, I just want some space. Maybe some nice trips to Florida oh, to my see. God. Stop it. Then why? Why just get rid of something that we have that's so great? Had. Have, had, whatever. I haven't used you in such a long time. <laughs> you, you don't think I know that? I know. I miss the feel of your click on me. Oh, God, stop it. Stop. You're making a scene. It's okay. <laughs> Am I? Am I making a scene, Denise? Oh. Oh. Well, what about that one time? There was that one time I got you a nice deal on movie tickets. That was our first date. Uh, it, it got me a big bucket of popcorn, two bags of candy, and a giant syrup drink. Oh, I couldn't watch the movie because I spilled everything and pissed the guy off to the right of me. And then the couple sitting in front of me. Uh, mm -hmm. Or what about the next weekend when we took your man Jake to that... Oh, uh, yeah! My man Jake, who was sleeping with my, breast fr my best friend, posted it on... <laughs> posted it on Twitter... <laughs> Nice memories. Hashtag wasted my entire paycheck. Hashtag never again. Uh, so, you know, I'm sorry, Groupon. It, it was me. It's not you. And <laughs> look at the time. I gotta go. Wait, wait, I can, I, 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 I can offer you a uh, 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 great deal on uh, 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 rulers from Office Max. Yeah, yes, it's, it's a very nice deal. Why would I ever use that? Absolutely insane. Do you know that? You need help. God, it's like you randomly offer me shit I have no use for ever in this world. And, you know, this right here, this is why we're done. These so-called deals, you give me crap. Stuff I don't even want. Technically, isn't that need nor want? Perhaps I could offer you some after-school grammar tutoring. Oh, what the? Mm, with the side of facepalm. Look, just send me more emails. I'm going to stick with my changing my email address. And uh, never worry about you again. Thank you. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Hi. I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm John. I'm really new to this thing. Uh, but Facebook brought me here. I think I heard you offer a deal on rulers. Could you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> you do. Are, are you sure? Because. I can help with that. Oh, good. What do I need to do? Well, first to get subscribed and ready to go. <laughs> Just click here and here and sign these terms here. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> 
John Mateen? What's up, guys? Dude, we hey. were just asking if he was real, and he's right there. Oh my god! So I can't prove it now. Real. Touch him. See if he, your hand goes through. Him. <laughs> it's okay. I'll hold your hand. You, you, you did the <laughs> fast <laughs> one. Oh my god! Oh my god! He is real. I'm alive. Like Easter Bunny. No, the Easter Bunny's not real. Anywhere. So where have you better than Jimmy? Even though you've been on hiatus, <laughs> that is a compliment. So I where have you been all this time? So, wait, I've, I've always wondered, does the babies come from the Cabbage Patch, or is it the Stork? The Stork brings the Cabbage Patch. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. Could you write that down for me? I need to talk to my wife about it. Sorry to interrupt. What? Mr. Narrator. Uh, you know what? Um, I'm going to go take a bit of a breather. Um, I'll be right back. Uh, Um, okay, um, <clears throat> hello ladies and gentlemen, I'm Shane Stefanczyk, here to proudly announce that it's that time again, sort of like the first time, but... It feels like the first time, it feels like the very first time, first time. not in the foreigner kind of way. <laughs> book of classic 1800s poetry. Here he is, again. Welcome to Bullwinkle's Poetry Corner. Thank you, Shane, thank you, audience. I appreciate it. Today's poem, Poetry Lovers, is by Jane Taylor, the classic English poet and novelist. For those who do not know Jane Taylor, she is the author of the classic poem, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Today, though, we are going to read another classic of hers, a poem she wrote about felines. I love little pussy. Her coat is so warm. And if she don't, if I don't hurt her, she'll do me no harm. I'll not pull her tail nor drive her away. But pussy and I very gently will play. She shall sit by my side and I shall give her some food. And pussy will love me because I'm so good. I'll pet pretty pussy, and then she will purr, and thus show her thanks for my kindness to her. Uh, Mr. Bowickle, Mr. Bowickle. But quiet, you, I am poemating. And I'll not punch her ears, nor tread on her paw, lest I should provoke her to use her sharp claws. I never will vex her, nor make her displeased, for pussy don't like to be worried and teased. Well, that's not fair. Ahem, I am a poem. I thought we weren't doing dirty stuff like this on the show anymore. Ahem, everybody, gracious, you're breaking the magical, com good lord, coming up here. Shouldn't you old guy be backstage or something? I just don't think alluding to a labia using a poem from the 1800s is as awesome as you remember it being. Well, don't get me wrong, poetry lover, but the chaos in Libya right now is not awesome, since that isn't what the poem is about anyway. <laughs> you're right. Our mistake. Duh. Not our mistake. It's about parts. Parts? And, you know, lady parts, like... What? What? Really? Yeah, you know, a vagina. Yes, thank you. We get it. Oh my goodness, that great old, this isn't what I meant to say at all with the poem. Well, how about this? I have the perfect poem you can do. You do? Yeah, we'll let Bull Wrinkle read it. We'll get to it in another second. It'll be super classy, I promise. Not my vote. Sure. Really? 
I don't care. Whatever makes us in faster. All right. Excuse me. Oh, oh, oh right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. Thank you. I just saved fifty percent by calling Guy Jones. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great to him. Like five minutes phone call. All right, all right. Come on, places, everybody. Come on. Last time we saw Marcy McWaltz, she was living her life happily in the small town of North Athena until one fateful day she was visiting the mall when someone or something threw a hot potato at her. Not just any potato! Or, uh, yeah, yes, uh, correct. Uh, it wasn't just any potato, it was a potato bomb. Dun dun dun! <laughs> you know, I, I really should get paid for this. I, I don't understand any of it. Luckily for Marcy, she was saved from being mashed from the hot potato by the dashing man known only as the Professor. You rang? Yes, actually, I did. I was just telling the audience about what happened last time. Ooh, that's fascinating. Oh, did you like the part where I saved her? Uh, uh, you know, from, from the rock arts? I didn't get that far. You blacker. You're the one that interrupted... Oh, God. Never mind. <clears throat> So, Marcy was saved by the professor from the deadly hot potato thermal bomb created by the futuristic life form called the Rockots, evolved crockpots from the future. But before they could outwit the professor and Marcy to a fate worse than overbaked potatoes, they were both saved by a new figure who brought both Marcy and the professor into the professor's ship, the Jarvis. Now we continue our story in this week's installment of A Potato Bomb Away Keeps the Docks at Bay. Or one potato, two potato, three potato, boom! <laughs> Those crockpots are back, Professor, and they could ruin everything! Great Scooter! Doc? Doc Green? Great Scooter Mossy! It is so good to see you! It is good to see you are okay! Oh, God, careful with that hug there, Doc. I'm still a little sore from this bozo knocking me into the ground. Well, you know I had to do that, right? Th those rockots were going to explode. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome, though I didn't expect the impact of Doc Green's super fast shoes are fastest to be as fast as they were! Oh, Doc! Hey, why is he getting all the credit? It was a team effort, and she was my original companion. Your companion was her boyfriend. Wait, what? Oh, she what's going on here? She may not be as smart as you are, Professor, but she is in death, bugger! The implications are astounding, Mossy. We must be ever so delicate with what we tell you! Look. A day or so from now, you will somehow get wrapped up in one of my adventures. Silly adventures? I'm no more silly than yours. Oh, mine are silly, huh? Yes, well, I can make my Dodge Neon go back in time. Once it reaches 88 miles per hour. If it can reach 88 miles per hour, Dodge Neons are pieces of crap. You want a time machine, the Jarvis, that's where it's at. Oh, my God. Guys, gentlemen, stop, okay? You both have big brains. <laughs> right. Sorry. So... We, as in you and I, we go off and we have adventures. Did you just wink at me? Um, not intentionally. Uh, so yeah, we go on adventures. As does your boyfriend and I! It, mm -hmm. Wording? I mean, through time and space! Not like that, thank you. You're welcome. But, <clears throat> I have many enemies, and one of those, the Rockots. You mean those weird crockpot things? Right. They realize they can strike at me by erasing you from the timeline, and all together, then Stopping everything we do together, which is, believe you me, a great many things. We've saved the whole planet, Marcy. Millions of lives stopped evil-evolved organisms and some not-so-evolved, like those rockots. You know, they found a way to travel back in time and... They erased oh. me from existence! Uh, yes. 
with a potato. It seems they've upgraded their hardware. So what now? How do we well, stop Well, them? the professor was out trying to pick you up. Wording. I found the source of some of the temporal energy of the Rockots. Look at that. They think they're clever. Well, I'll give them that. As Marcy looks at the strange monitor screen on the center console, the shape of the location looks very familiar. Idaho. Yes, think about it. Yeah, I get it. Potatoes. Oh, okay! Exactamundo! And if they are now adept at firing these hot potatoes, where's the easiest place to get them? From someplace that has them by the bushels! Actually, that'd be for apples. You never go, I want a bushel of potatoes. I do! Okay, well, as a matter of science, I think you would have appreciated that. I actually find it more annoying than anything! Well, no matter. We need a plan, and I think I know just what to do. As, Mar- as the professor and Doc Green hatched a seed of a grand plan to take down the Rockots, Meanwhile, in the state of Idaho, above Mount Bora, is the cloaked cardboard box-looking ship of the Rockots. Status? Status coming? Status coming? Why has the timeline not changed? Readings, leader, show no change to timeline, at least not caused by Rockots. Not caused by Rockots? Not caused by Rockots? Who then? Admiral Rockots, Sarah number 3472.94. There is a temporal shift and flux. Danger? Danger? Overbake? Overbake! Overbake! We shall not overbake. Not today. Today is the professor's reckoning. Today is where we shall overbake the professor's heart. Overbake! Overbake! But how will we do that, Admiral Rockot serial number 3472.94? Simple. We shall launch an attack the world has never seen. Ha! 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 Overbake the professor! Overbake! Prepare the hot potatoes and keep track of the strange temporal energy. If there is a paradoxal shift, Rockots will not be caught! Will not be caught! As the Rockots prepare their dastardly carbohydrated carnage of spud-like doom, meanwhile, floating above the town of North Athena, both doctors finish going over their plan. And that was the plan! Fantastic! So, let's get going. Are we sure this is gonna work? What if they hear us? Oh, my Jarvis has the hum of an opius five hummingbird. Which means... Oh, silence. Uh, Okay, now, ready, and... With a push of a few buttons of silent gizmos and knobs, the professor flips one final lever and the whole ship begins to vibrate as... What? What the turn that off? Oh, we get it. You're not a fan of Huey Lewis. No, people can hear that thing outside. Marcy McWaltz is right, as deep in the hull of the Rockod's cardboard box-like ship, echoing through the metal structure, the soothing doo-wop right, what rock of Huey Lewis and the news fills the hearing sensors of the Rockots. Professor alert! Professor alert! Packing level four. All lids on deck! All lids on deck! Overbake! Overbake! Meanwhile, back in the Jarvis, the professor wonders if the Rockots truly heard that. I really hate when you do that. I wonder if they heard that. Come out, Professor! Come out! Face your doom! Of course they heard that! Well, maybe if someone didn't mess up my chameleon ship, we wouldn't be in this mess. Oh, right, right. I'm the guy who caused your problems. Maybe if you could keep your companions alive! Ooh, my companions? Tell me, how many of her boyfriends have you had to steal from parallel worlds to fill the void left by your own? I mean, at least my ship isn't in the name of some weird butler or something! I take offense to that. Don't you listen to him. This mean, crazy man, you're a good ship, aren't you? And you know well Jarvis is an acronym. What the hell? Right, well, at least your people matured before changing the name Retardus to Jarvis! 
Okay, all species evolved. We realize that in a lot of timelines and species, you just don't say something like that. But it sh at least she works now because of me. Oh yes, let's hear Huey Lewis and the Frigadoos for days on end. And shouldn't it be Jarvis at? Not this again. No, Jarvis stands for Jumping Around Recreational Vehicle in Space. But shouldn't it be Jumping Around Recreational Vehicle in Space and Time? That's Jarvis at, not Jarvis. Oh, for Pete's sake, the and time is implied. Implied. What is wrong with I'm you? I'm a man of science. Not weird this is not a weird acronym. Oh, God. Well, it is better make than the retardist, so I'll give you make that. Make it stop. Make it stop. Enough. I tire of you, professor. I tire of your incessant babbling. Ready the attack. Prepare to give the female companion a potato in the face. Ha, ha, ha. Gosh, yeah, thanks, guys. At least if I blew up on Earth, it would have been this part, and they could be like, oh, her face was at least so pretty, but now I'm going to have a... Potato blow up in my face, and it's gonna be like, oh my god, look at that! <sighs> Trust me. I will figure a way out of this, Marcy. I promise, or my name isn't the professor. Why? Why not? See what I did there? Oh my gosh. I mean, why bother? But sure, I will say this though. You see all those beautiful gems over there? Near the potatoes? Gems? Yeah. For the first time, the usually observant professor realizes he should have been more observant. Stupid. How stupid! What did the professor realize just then? Was it that we still don't know what the professor and Doc Green's plans is? I was hoping it was something to do with the potato. Or maybe even the gems. Or perhaps he was asking how stupid it is to leave it on a cliffhanger. Great scooter! Or that one too! That concludes this episode of Why Not Green, Adventures in Space. You forgot part of the title. Oh? You forgot the words, and time implied. Yes, yes, but the time is implied. Anyway, tune in next month for our final installment of this whole rock art business in an episode we'd like to call, Don't Feel Me Bro, or Tater's Gonna Hate, Hate, Hate. <laughs> We got a tune. Okay. Which is it in? Hold on. No, C. Which one's C? It's after B. This one? Right here. Do you have a dot? No. Wait, maybe I'm just holding it I think Nick is four. <laughs> no, count down five. Count down five. Five. Five, like that many. One, two, three, four, five. Right there. This one? Yeah. Oh, it's us We're not right, even tuning it. When I grow up. Wait, where's the letters? She asked me something. Oh God, oh God, over, no, 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 no. Wait, why don't I get a play? I tuned it. I thought this was my solo. No, no solo that you're, no one can hear it. Give him a, it's like fish or fries, you gotta work. Of me.
saying that because I really hate that song by Foreigner. Which one? Uh, you know the one. Seriously, I, I don't know. Nope, nope. I'm not going to do this with you. Aw, uh, chicks. Not love. <laughs> I, I am loved plenty, thank you very much. It's okay. You know, you know, you just want to know what love is. I see what you did there. It's not... Sam, see, I could, but we're really waiting for Shane here. See, he is waiting for a girl like you. I'm going to ignore you very much, because I dislike you very much. It's that final time for Bullwinkle's Poetry Corner. Take it away, Mr. Moose. What? Oh, okay. I I don't know what to do. Bullwinkle won't do the poem. Originally, I was doing some final touches on the poem, and then my pencil broke, and, well, after that, it just kind of fell apart. To write with a broken pencil is pointless, but sorry, folks, I ain't reading it. Um, can we ask why? Because I read it. Oh. (laughs) Whatever that means. So what do we do now? The whole bit is doomed. I am not. I'm a realist, and the bit... That Bullwinkle reads a poem? Well, Bullwinkle ain't reading no poem, so doomed. Pessimist blood types are always being negative. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, well, really? 
Well, maybe. Maybe now we can do DJ Meets Worse and Fun Facts. No. No. no! Okay, first off, I am ready. Fine. Read, read the poem, Sam. Maybe you can do it. Well, I don't know. If Bullwinkle wouldn't read it, then... Look, if it is too naughty, I'll just act out with you or um, have a be like an audience, like a censor. Okay? Live or otherwise. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I'll do something like this. Okay? See, I'm like a human censor. Holy <laughs> Already. Okay, then. Uh, then Samantha's Poetry Corner. Tonight's poem is written by our own Jerome Jimmy Wetzel, entitled... Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, it's called Twas the Filthy Night. Oh, boy. You ready? You good? Was the night before Christmas when all through the floor not a creature was stirring, not even a <laughs> The fishnets were hung by the center <laughs> of care in hopes that Lord Jeremy soon would be there. The points <laughs> were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of gunshots <laughs> danced in their heads. And Mama in her corset and I in my bed. water up tight. <laughs> Had just settled in for a long winter snuggle. When out on the set, there arose such a clatter. I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew while I flashed. Tore open the shutters, his ball The moon on the the moon on the breasts of the girls covered in snow gave the luster of Jacob to objects below. When what to my wandering eyes should appear? But a miniature dwarf and his tiny bear. Damn hair. buttocks! <laughs> he was a little old pile driver, so lively and quick. He fought the walls with his gigantic dick. Words and phrases. <laughs> More rapid than eagles, his pelvis thrusted, and he whistled and he bleh, and he whistled and shouted. Yeah, <laughs> Now Casey, now Candy, now Sherry and Vixen. On Jenna, on Amber, on Heidi and Lixen. To the top of the book, to the top of the tit. He reached and they loved every bit. They collapsed in a heap, their hair all amiss, as payment the top of his mouth. He talked about a forehead kiss. A drippage of from Jenna's lip. She sucked yeah, it down and called it a And then in a twinkling, he ran down the hall. A chorus of screams followed each footfall. As I drew in my head and was turning around, Mama took off after him with a bound. I found him. Toast curled on her foot. Watching with interest, I chose to stay put. Just in my pants. It was time for a walk. Till I could last no longer and came up. Hey, that's before a glass of milk.
they twinkled, his dimples how deep. As he turned around towards me, he did creep. His droll little mouth. (laughs) Damn it. All right. His droll little mouth was drawn up in a pucker. I soon found out he was quite a little pucker. The stomach of was held tight in his mouth. As he started, he had a broad face and a little round belly. I filled it up with another toast of Mama was chubby and plump, a right jolly old dog. Teacher! And she laughed when she saw us, then a wink of her eye and a twist of her thumb, the door what was filled wide like a tight cut. <laughs> he spoke not a word, but kept going to his work and fulfilled the with his And laying his finger aside of his nose, a quick snuff of her pain and up the chimney he rose. As he sprang to his sleigh, my wife gave a whistle. Jenna, Candy, and Amber flew to him like a missile. But I heard him exclaim as they drove away in his truck, Happy Hump Day to all, and to all a good day. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! They have a very good job, so thank you both. Yeah, yeah, do it again. Thank you very much. This nasty, dirty mind brought everybody Christmas holiday. You brought us all together, Jimmy. In another more than one nice way, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, uh, you know what? I think we all learned something here today. Um, you know, what do you think we all learned? You know, what did we learn? Like, maybe how, you know... Especially wise men never played leapfrog with unicorns. Change is, ine- is inevitable, except from a vending machine. Do not back up. Severe tire damage. <laughs> I hear voices. ones I usually hear. Yeah. That's right. I still don't got... I'll cut you! <laughs> <laughs> I still can't find anybody to give me a clear and compelling reason why we observe daylight savings time. Well, I learned something today. No one cares. Today, I learned that there's no worse feeling than the millisecond you're going to die. You lean back in your chair a little too far. <laughs> Especially when you're tall. Okay, uh, okay. I, I'm sorry. Guys, that was a rhetorical question. I really didn't need you to, to actually answer that. Well, where was the question, though? What was the point you were trying to make without eliciting an answer? Never mind. Look, it's time to end the show, and I want to thank everyone who did a great job with the show tonight, like uh, Seamus, Shane, Sam, and of course, musical guest John Bettin. I'm sorry, Bettine. Oh, yeah! What? I knew I knew him. Oh, okay. I say to mention, I mean, Jimmy and I, but I mean, in our own show. Um, so anyway, ending our show tonight is a fun song originally done by Jonathan Colton, uh, which you can join along in the fun if you look at your show notes. And if you don't know the song, that's okay, too. It's a pretty simple once you hear the chorus. So uh, here is Mr. Bettine leading the charge with Chiron Beta Prime.
This year has been a little crazy for the Andersons. You may recall we had some trouble last year. The robot council had us banished to an asteroid that hasn't undermined our holiday cheer. And we know it's almost Christmas by the marks we make on the wall. That's our favorite time of year. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. When we're working in a mine for a robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. Good job. <laughs> On every corner there's a giant metal Santa Claus. He watches over us with glowing red eyes. They carry weapons and they know if you've been bad or good. Not everybody's good, but everyone tries. And the rocks outside the airlock exude ammonia-scented snow. It's like a winter wonderland. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. Where we're working in a mine for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Merry Christmas. That's all the family news that we're allowed to talk about. We really hope you'll come and visit us soon. I mean, we're literally begging you to visit us and make it quick before they... Message redacted! Message redacted! Message redacted! Now it's time for Christmas dinner. I think the robot sent us a pie. You know I love my soil and green. Merry Christmas from Skyron Beta Prime. When we're working in a mine for a robot overlords. Did I say overlords? Protectors, Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. We're working in a mine for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Now the show's officially over. If you want treats, please take some home. Thank you. Really good. Oh, wait, now we can record.